It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. And action, away we go. Welcome to Here's Your Freaking Podcast with the Jason Lee and Clug Show. Thanks for uh, coming along for the ride. It's good to have you. If you need to get caught up, obviously, you can go to jlnkshow.com and uh, get all the episodes right there in one place. Plus, you can stay up to date on all the social media stuff. Always, we like to remind you that if you could, please, if you enjoy this podcast, please share it around. Spread that wealth around uh, on social media. Say, this is too hot for me to keep to myself. Yeah. Don't hide that light under a bushel. Say, hey, man, I enjoy this, and I think you would enjoy it, too. Check this out. On the podcast today, we're going to get uh, some questions and some answers from the queen of cannabis and sex. That's a pretty good title. You could put on a business card and look all right. She's a double threat. We'll find out the average wang size uh, by nationality on the, uh, the wang scale. We'll find out a politician that has to get his name changed because people think it's disgusting. We also have a list of sexual terms that perhaps you may not have heard or you have heard before, but you're too busy, too embarrassed to ask. Uh, yeah, what is that? Because you don't want to sound like a lame, uh, a lame right? No, you don't want to sound like a fucking square. You virgin. You don't know what that is? Pfft, I'm not going to tell you. If you don't know what it is, dude, I'm not going to tell you. Uh, hey, there's a lot of, um, yeah, there's a lot of them. Um, most of which I don't think most of us know. Ooh. So, titillating. Let's begin with the biggest scumbag on the planet. This is absolutely despicable. Not the worst person on the planet, but this is definitely gross. Just, you know, this isn't sexual or dirty or anything like that, but just throwing this guy's story out here, it probably needs to be heard. His name is Daniel Wayne Laws. L-A-W-S. He... Uh, was a Vietnam veteran. Uh, he earned two Purple Hearts while he was overseas fighting. He also got two Bronze Stars and nearly a dozen other medals. He died back in 2016. That's very sad. Sounds like he was an ass kicker. Those medals were left to his family, who then left left him by his ashes in their North Carolina home. Unfortunately, there was a break-in, and okay. those, those medals were taken. I even think as a fucking burglar, you have like just a shred of, like, some tiny little bit of decency, right? Well, then we should ask Charles Carr, C-A-R-R. He has been identified as the man who took the medals during the home invasion. Busted. He was identified by a store clerk who reported that Charles Carr tried to trade a Purple Heart for cigarettes, a bottle of of Mountain Dew Code Red. Wow, that's like three dollars. He tried to trade the Purple Hearts. Like two a twenty ounce or a two liter? It does not say. Two Purple Hearts. He tried to negotiate a trade. I've got these two Purple Hearts from Vietnam. All I'm asking in return is one Mountain Dew Code Red. Uh, please know who the guy is. They just haven't found him yet, or the rest of the medals. They're hoping that they're hoping that they go hand in hand. But I'm guessing at this point in time, he probably also traded the rest of the medals for probably some cigarettes. Well, he's probably or some get, dime store candy. They get it. They're going to throw the book at him. But then you have the added uh, hatred from everybody who's like, "Oh, you're that guy, huh, mm. Charles Carr?" When it comes to vices, few people uh, have their fingers on the pulse of what urges you and what goes on inside your head. Unlike this young lady, her name is Melissa Vital. 
She has a public relations uh, public relations firm. I guess in this point, this I bet it would be a pubic relations firm. Specializes in trends that eventually shape the worlds of sexual wellness, oh, legal cannabis, artificial intelligence. She's known as the queen of cannabis and sex. Obviously, putting those two together in her eyes is a win-win proposition. The more people get into it, the better off our society would be. Her sales pitch to those unfamiliar with the world of legalized marijuana is simple. She says cannabis can change the quality of someone's life. Can help you learn to better embrace pleasure. Oh. It can especially be key for those who have experienced some sort of trauma. It helps you de-stress while you're getting down. Okay. First-timers, if you decide I'm going to pick up the weed and the sex today, these are what the things that you need to know. Whoa. Hey, she says, first thing you need to do is learn how to pleasure yourself after consuming marijuana to see how your body reacts. So the first time, you should be a solo flight. I'm going to get high, but jerk off. It's going to be a pretty good afternoon. She also says, take it slow, which I think when you're on the weed... Every we pretty much take everything slow, right? I've never seen anybody get amped up on marijuana. Once another human is involved, keep constant and open communication flowing before, during, and after your and this oh I've never looked at it this way, your <clears throat> sexual exploits. Ooh. That kind of sexies it up a little bit. Uh she does keep say talking. I'm so fucking high right now. Because of the legalization of marijuana, that the green rush sign uh, shows no signs of slowing down anytime soon. In fact, as things become more and more normalized, uh, she wouldn't be the least bit shocked, she says, to see lounges, hotels, restaurants, even limo travel services des- designed uh, with pot-friendly consumers in mind. Well, there's beer tours. Why should there be weed tours? Yeah, I think a couple of other folks, uh, I think they've already got some of those things up and running already. Uh, We're going to have you around let you smoke. All right. So this guy's watching the Olympics last week, and he decides to do all the math and figure it out. He does the research, and he's like, hey, man, we have the Olympics. What about, hey, what about the penis size Olympics? I don't know how he put the two sides. I don't know how he (laughs) made the connection. Uh, He's like, I I, I saw a penis. Yeah, and he's like, oh, that reminds me of the Olympics. He's using stats from 88 different countries. Who gets the gold medal in Wang size? USA. No. Ecuador takes the gold. Average size of a penis in Ecuador. Uh, Ryan. Warren. What's your name? Warren, what is the average size of a penis? An Ecuadorian penis. The largest penises in the world? I'm going to say 8 inches. What were you going to say the first time, but you didn't want to look like you were a tiny little fella? <laughs> Seven. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I think we've had statistics like this similarly before, and the, the, like none of them are as big as you think when you think like the average most gigantic oh, penis. Yeah. The average uh, Ecuadorian penis is uh, 14.17 inches long. My God. That's not true. It's 6.93. All right, so almost seven inches. A giant Ecuadorian penis. Uh, who takes second place? Who gets the silver medal? USA. Cameroon. Six and a half inch penises over there on average. What about the bronze? I'm starting to realize that we're not going to be in the top ten, are we? We no no. Mm-mm. Uh, Bolivia. 
if you Bolivia that or not. <laughs> Bolivia, six and a half inch penises as well. Guy's like, well, it might be a third world country, but I've been blessed with a giant Bolivian penis. Yeah. All right. What? Hey, who's got the little chodes here? Oh no. Hey, there's a there's a hey. No Are, pun intended. Don't, don't they all fall in Europe? Hey. No pun intended, but there's a big difference between like a regular average big penis and a, a regular average little penis. Taiwan takes the bronze in the little pecker contest. 4.24 inches. Wow, that's a full almost three inches between last and uh, third, to, f- first and third to last. Good job. <laughs> Burma gets the second place trophy. The average Burma penis is 4.21 inches. And the gold goes to the Cambodia penis. Oh. Cambodian men, on average, have a disheartening 3.95 inch penis. Hey, so, that's, that's. So if you're average by U.S. standards, just move. You'll be a sexual giant. Yeah. Well, at least I'm over four inches, you would tell the Cambodian women. Also, you hear that I'm moving to Burma. Yeah, they'd be like, sweet Jesus, he needs to be in the movies. You're like, yeah, I do Cambodian movies now. Yeah, I'm a Burmese porn star. Want to see my Burmese python? Speaking of uh, penises, the governor of Utah uh, is now having to deal with this shit. He's like, man, isn't life hard enough? And now I got to deal with crap like this? He shared a letter that he recently, recently received from one of his constituents. Upset about his last name. They uh, demand that he change it. Who's the governor of Utah? Spencer Cox. A woman was demanding that he change it immediately. She said, I don't know if you know this. I don't know why I said she. It may be a he. I don't know if you know this, but when people say your surname, it sounds like the word cock. It's obscene, the letter reads. Yeah, but Cox is something we've all snickered at growing up. But I mean, you you understand when you're an adult, that that's the last name that's out there. Us decent people here in Utah will not stand for it. The Honorable Republican Party will not stand for it. More importantly, I will not stand for it, says the writer of the letter. I used to work with a woman. When she was married, her last name was Cox. And the second she got divorced, that was like the first order of business was to shake that name loose. Uh, was her name Fonda? <laughs> Fonda Cox. She sure was. Is that why she got divorced? Something like that. Love the dongs? Yeah. Lots of them? Many dongs. Wow. I think usually just one that's problematic, right? Yeah, I don't know. It depends on how, I guess it's how forgiving Mr. Cox is. <laughs> Letter describes Cox's last name as foul, dirty, and demand that he change his heinous surname to something less uh, heinous offensive. heinous surname. Heinous, they said. They say this is a social justice issue and we will not be denied human decency. They even suggested that locals will now protest and look to recall him because of his Cox name. This is an example of one person being like, there are tons of us that feel this way when really it's just it's you. one. Yeah. Spencer Cox, by the way, has a pretty good sense of humor about it. Obviously, he's been carrying this Cox name around with him his whole life. Yeah, Spence Cox. He says, really grateful for the criticism and constructive feedback that I get from constituents and that demand I, well, <clears throat> checks notes, <clears throat> change my name, he says. He's like, I'm changing my name to Dix Cox. There's a there's a uh, representative from New Hampshire whose name is 
Dick Sweat. <laughs> you gotta vote for Dick Sweat. He's under. He stands up well under pressure. That's uh, okay. Here we go. Let's see what I we would, know. I would call myself Richard for sure. So let's see what we know here. Uh, sexual slang words uh, that perhaps you've been too embarrassed to ask. I'll just throw them out there. You can maybe tell me what it is. Some of these things I certainly didn't know. What is aftercare? That's cleaning up afterwards. No, aftercare is the practice of making sure everyone feels cared for and supported after a sex session. Oh. What is boofing? Is that like when you put your mouth against like a surface of skin and blow and make that fart noise? That's a raspberry. No. It is the act of putting drugs in your anus. <sighs> boofing. I'm proud I didn't know what boofing was. Do you know what a a bussy is? A bussy. I think it's bussy. Bussy? <laughs> I think it's bussy. I think that'll get you a little bit closer uh, to what it is. What? Obviously, it's putting uh, the word boy and pussy together, which <laughs> refers to as, as a man's anus. <laughs> <laughs> Look at uh, Warren over there. He's a huge pussy. Pussy. <laughs> you big pussy. You big boy pussy. <laughs> hey, why would you need to put have slang for man? If you're a man and you're out to get ass, would you say I'm out to get ass tonight? You wouldn't have to say I'm out to get boy pussy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Uh, doppelganger. That's somebody who looks just like you. Yep, that you have sex with. That They make a note here that you're actually not related to. Uh, okay. We all know what a facial is, right? Yep. Yep. You're taking a shot to the face? Sure. Uh, sexual terms you may be embarrassed to ask what they were. Uh, face fuck. Well, that's when you take the head in the hands and you go to work, right? It, it says, when someone aggressively fucks their partner's mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a thing. What is felching? Isn't that when somebody... Uh, well, we're on a podcast. They fucking blow their load in somebody's ass and then suck it out with a straw. Uh, sometimes with jelly or jam. Yep. That was the Chris Rock bit. Uh, fisting, we know what that is. What is hotline bling? F fisting was one of those things that you found out what it was and you didn't want to believe that was a thing. What is hotline bling? Hotline bling is another word for a booty call. Oh. Okay, that, I thought that was going to be worse than it actually was in real life. The word became popular after the Drake song, Hotline Bling. Okay. Uh, wait. Mastuating. Oh, this hasn't been a problem for years. Mastuating is when you're watching, but you have to wait because the video is buffering. Oh, a pearl necklace, we all know what that is. It ain't jewelry, and it really doesn't cost that much, according to ZZ Top. Uh, post uh, another thing that I don't think any woman has ever asked for or preferred. Yeah, just you know, no, please just sling your semen all over my necklace area. Yeah, can I get something on the neckline, please? Uh, postponed. When someone runs late because of a sexual encounter. Oh, like if you're late for work, and you're oh. like, "What's up?" You're like, "I'm sorry, I've been postponed." That's totally doing sex stuff before I left the house today. Yeah, I was, I was absolutely <laughs> hey, getting sex hey, things. If a guy uses postbone, there's a 0% chance he was running late because he was with a woman. Oh, He was out getting bussy or something or by himself. Hey, what is queening? <laughs> well, I don't know, but it sounds insulting. 
<laughs> That's a movie, Checkers, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Queen me. <laughs> uh, it's face sitting. Oh, it's where right. the partner straddles their partner's face. Again, I don't think anybody uses that in a sentence. I don't think so. Uh, Queen me. What? We all know what a rim job is. Do you know what shrimping is? <laughs> hey, I thought I did until you said that. Now I'm not so sure. <laughs> Even if I was into it, I don't think I would be into it. I thought I was catching shrimp. What is shrimping? <laughs> Coconut shrimp, fried shrimp, <laughs> boiled shrimp. The act of sucking on someone's toes sexually is called shrimping. I didn't know that. Fucking weird, but at least I know hey, something now. That was a lot more tame than I was thinking it yeah, was going to be. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. Um, I thought something sperm related because it was fish and something small. <laughs> Once you said shrimping, I'm like, fuck! They ruined shrimping too? Oh, he's a shrimper. Simping. Oh, it's a, uh, uh, yeah, a simp, uh, bending over backwards to a woman okay. who is barely interested in you. All right. I thought it was going to be something worse than that. I thought these were some words they've made worse, but I guess not. No. What is splooshing? <laughs> I don't know. Or splashing, maybe? Maybe it's splashing. I don't know. Beating off into a toilet? Making uh, a splash? No, incorporating food into your sex life. Oh, hey, that's great. What's it called? Splooshing? Yeah. Wet and messy. It was like a hot and ready, you get a wet and messy? A sexual fetish for getting covered in a messy substance, such as food or paint. You can call it wham for short, wet and messy. There hmm. you go. Well, I think, what would you do, about half and half there? That wasn't terrible. Shrimping. <laughs> You're just a big bussy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to laugh about that for the rest of the day. Boy pussy. <laughs> I would name this title of the podcast that, but it'll probably come up with some unsavory searches. Uh-huh. Or savory, depending on what you're looking for. All right, here we go. Worst person on the planet. Oh, yeah, here we go. He's a real bussy. Yeah, he sure is. I don't know how you can get away. You must have some sort of special hand in your relationship that you're getting away with shit like this. A Michigan dad has been arrested. Also, he's lucky he didn't kill himself and his whole family because he was driving while he was huffing nitrous oxide. Hey, we talked about it on the terrestrial show that the episode of Intervention where the girl's a huffer like yeah, yeah. That shit, that, you're wild out when you're huffing uh, computer duster. Yeah, she's like, I'm walking out sunshine. Well, this guy's doing whippets behind the wheel. What the most exciting part of the story is the fact he's with his wife and his children and no one says shit. That to me just says that the wife is, is some sort of incapacitated uh, as far as she's on like drugs or booze or something, because if he's in the best shape to drive, they're both probably fucked up. 30-year-old man was taking... 30? He's only 30. No, I take that back. He's 32. He was taking hits off of a can of laughing gas, nitrous oxide, while he was driving with his two young kids in the car, ages 8 and 11. His wife was in the passenger seat. The whole family agrees. The man passed out, swerved over the highway median before hitting a road sign, eventually coming to a stop on the median. Oh, the bad news is everybody... Everybody in the car had to go to the hospital. Non-life-threatening injuries, though, so okay. The driver has been charged with driving under the influence. That's it? That appears to be it. They can't dig up anything else. Hey, what kind of hand do you have in your family? The wife is like, I wish you wouldn't do that while you were driving. He's like, you be quiet. <laughs> the kids are in the back going, what the fuck is happening here? At 8 and 11, you're old enough to know something that your dad's doing is not right. Yeah. Like, I remember my dad smoking cigarettes in the car. That's no big deal. But I certainly remember he was huffing gas. 
Yeah, if you're if you're huffing something behind the wheel, your huffing impression was spot on. (laughs) Oh yeah, I see intervention, man. I know that shit. But if you're huffing behind the wheel of the car, it's not the first time you've been huffing, and it's certainly not the first time your family has seen you huff. So they know what's coming. I think even, hey, I think even meth heads can hey. look down on people who huff. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, the kids are like, hey, isn't dad doing that shit that makes him pass out every time? And the other kid's like, yeah, he is, but he's driving, so maybe he'll keep it together well, this time. Either that or they're like, you know how he gets if he doesn't huff. Yeah, the kids are like, mom, you should say something. And she says, no, no, we don't want to anger your father while he's huffing. This is his time. So there you go. There's your worst person on the planet. That guy. That fucking guy right there. That's the guy. All right, I hope you enjoyed the podcast today. It's always fun to make. Thanks for checking it out. Stick around and come back next week unless you're a bussy. Yeah, if you're a bussy, then you keep this podcast to yourself. (laughs) But if you're a man, you'll, you know, spread this around. Can't wait to go home and tell my wife what I learned at work today. Do you know there's a word for boy pussy? It's oh, no, pussy. She, no, she's going to turn around and use it against you. I would keep it away from her. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's way I come yeah, back next yeah, week. She, it was weaponized and used <laughs> against me. <laughs> the neighbors are going to find out what it means. If you tell her, then the neighbors are going to know. Don't forget to share this podcast my if you can. Will be like, did you get a new dog called Bussy? Because your wife is shouting it a lot. Yeah, she's did you lose your dog? Very upset with me. She's always mad at me. She hops while we drive. (laughs) We'll see you next Tuesday. Podcasts by Federated Media.